0: Chapel with Community Missions. I'm Reverend Mark Brees. I'm just so grateful to be able to be here with you today as we come to this time of worship. Uh, today is uh, uh, continuing our season after Easter uh, and celebrating the resurrection and the text for today will be uh, from the Gospel of Luke, uh, the road to Emmaus. Um, if uh, times were a bit different and I was doing a video chapel service uh, about this text, I'd have taken this out on the Bruce Trail and done it from there. The Bruce Trail is a, a hiking path that uh, runs uh, around uh, 560 miles uh, or 900 kilometers in Canada uh, from, uh, from what is it, uh, Tobermore, uh, Tobermory to uh, Niagara, all along the Niagara Escarpment. And the Escarpment is just a uh, uh, leftover from the glacial age of uh, all of that dirt pushed by glaciers uh, down from Uh, the north and uh, left this ridge that runs uh, right through southern Ontario and across into uh, western New York. Uh, But we can't go there, uh, as uh, we're supposed to not be on the trail during this time. So uh, we're still going to talk about it today uh, and have that be a way to help us get into our understanding of the road to Emmaus. But first, as we do each week, let's begin with our psalm for today. Uh, It is Psalm 15, and it goes like this. You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray together. Lord, we just thank you for a chance to come and worship with uh, one another today, to uh, set that moment aside, to come into your presence, and to know that you are God, that you are indeed our Savior and our Lord and that in you there is peace and there is hope, and that your presence guides us forward in our journey through life. We're just grateful to be here and ask your blessing on this time of worship. Amen. Let's continue with a song uh, as we uh, have worship this morning at Community Mission.
1: Jesus Christ is risen today. Hallelujah! Our triumphant holy day. Hallelujah! Who did once upon the cross? Hallelujah! Suffered to redeem our lost. of praise, then let us sing, Alleluia, unto Christ our heavenly King, Alleluia. The pain which He endured, Hallelujah. Our salvation hath procured, Hallelujah. Now above the sky He's King, alleluia.
0: today uh, we come to a time of prayer and uh, as we have this time of meditation and prayer together I just ask that uh, you continue to keep in mind um, all those who are in need right now there are just so many um, that are struggling through this time Uh, we all have those challenges of uh, isolation now it feels like and are trying to find ways to stay connected but I especially ask that you think about those who are truly alone uh, be it because uh, they started on this uh, as living alone, perhaps older uh, folks who uh, can't be with their family because it puts them at risk. Uh, to think about those who are sick and in the hospital, uh, they can't have visitors, and so they especially need our prayers, and so do their families as we um, uh, try and support them uh, from afar, and they try and support one another. Uh, so we ask you be with them in a special way. But we also ask that you be with all those who are trying to help with this crisis and uh, think about those doctors and nurses and the, those people working in the grocery stores all those people that are essential um, that are helping uh, keep everybody uh, well and safe so we we ask that you especially uh, pray today for uh, all of those folks who um, are out there in harm's way um, and uh, if you are one of those people uh, please hear our praise and uh, thanks and um, uh, knowing that you are doing uh, work that um, is so needed uh, and that um, we pray that God is with you through uh, all of that and, and you have our gratitude. Um, uh, also, we need to think about places that are uh, perhaps farther away. Uh, we know that there are still places of conflict in the world, uh, so please keep those, in, uh, those people in your prayers that um, God will be with them Uh, God will carry them through this time, to be with those who have power and authority uh, to end violence. Uh, Pray that God will touch their heart. Uh, And uh, that especially in these times where there's this whole other aspect of things going on with uh, with the coronavirus, that uh, they can have a special measure of God's protection and safety in uh, this time of need. Um, And we ask for prayers for ourselves to... uh, help us all through the stresses and uh, through um, uh, the concerns and worries that come with this time. So as we pray, um, let's place uh, all of these concerns, all of these hopes uh, and the thankfulness for all the many blessings, however large or small, uh, because God is providing them for each one of us. Let's place them all um, at uh, the foot of the cross. Uh, Give them to uh, God to carry because uh, God's shoulders are wide and our burdens can be safely handed over. Uh, And uh, that will help each one of us on our uh, daily journey through this time. So let's join in prayer together today. gospel reading today comes from the book of Luke. As I said, it is the story about the road to Emmaus, a post-resurrection story uh, in the gospel. And it's in Luke 24, verses 13 through 35. Um, Let's read it together. Now that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the woman had said, but they did not see Jesus. He said to them, How foolish you are, and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter in his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. Story today is about these two men who are in Jerusalem during the events of the end of Holy Week in through Easter morning. And along the way on their journey from Jerusalem to Emmaus, they encounter the risen Christ, but don't see that it's him. So it's kind of a strange journey to start with. We're kind of on a weird journey right now too. Um, the idea of a journey is you start in one place and you end in another. Right now, we're kind of in a journey of being in one place. That's weird. It's not a plan, you know, you kind of have a plan in the journey. You go start here and you end up there. But our journey is really this journey of being in the one place where we are uh, for so many of us. Maybe it's being at home, um, uh, maybe it is uh, um, being in the hospital. Uh, Maybe it's being isolated in one room in your home or being in the hospital. Maybe it's being in intensive care. Um, Journeys so often happen with people, and so many people can't be on a journey with somebody right now. So the journey uh, that we're on is strange. It's weird. It's different than what we've experienced this particular moment of journey uh, in our life. As I said, journey follows a path. It has a plan usually. And um, in these uncertain times, we kind of don't necessarily um, have a a map or a plan for something like this. That's what got me thinking about the Bruce Trail. Um, Along the Bruce Trail, um, there are markers. Um, There are these white blazes on each tree, um, uh, different trees and posts along the way to guide you through uh, the trail. And uh, they let you know what is, uh, the right way to go. You follow the markers. They tell you that you're on the right path. Um, But sometimes the trail can become a little confusing. You have to look carefully. Sometimes you come to uh, a marker on the trail, but the trail itself goes in more than one direction. You can take the trail one way or the other. It's something you have to be careful about because you can end up lost. Uh, And the Bruce Trail is not the only trail like this. Many trails, these hiking trails throughout the the world, that's how they're marked on these trees with these markers that are either nailed to the tree or most often painted on it because it doesn't hurt the trees as much. Um, And you follow those markers. And um, and that's uh, how you make your way safely along the trail. But when you come to those points where it divides, you have a choice to make. And that got me thinking about uh, the most famous of Robert Frost's poems uh, about uh, the road not taken and uh, how um, two paths diverge, two roads diverge uh, in the woods. Let's, Let's hear that. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood and sorry I could not travel both and be one traveler. Long I stood and looked down one as far as I could to where it bent in the undergrowth. Then took the other as just as fair and perhaps having the better claim, because it was grassy and wanted wear, though as for that, the passing there had mourned them really about the same, and both that morning equally lay in leaves no step had trodden black. Oh, I kept the first for another day, yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence, Two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. Two paths diverging in the woods, and which one is chosen makes all the difference. We have choices right now in um, our time uh, of journey that's so unique and so different. We can choose to journey um, in a way that uh, is fearful. We can choose to journey in a way uh, that's filled with joy. Uh, it might be we don't feel we have a choice between those two things. The feelings just come. Um, we're looking for the markers to follow through this journey. Um, and it makes a difference which one you choose. And, and that's, in a sense, what the followers of Jesus were trying to do along the way while he was uh, ministering uh, and uh, healing and teaching uh, and in his time of ministry here with us. Um, He was trying to show the markers. um, And the people that he was with didn't really get it. You know, the men had said to Jesus, we hoped that he was going to be the one who was going to redeem Israel. There was this big hope that Jesus was going to be the one who threw off the bonds of Roman oppression, just like Moses did back uh, in Egypt, how God was with Moses and led the people out of bondage. There, there were people who were looking for a different kind of religious uh, uh, turning and uh, revolution and lead to repentance and, and for things to become different. Um, none of them, though, saw the markers, the signs that required um, that Jesus would have to suffer and die and be raised from the dead they missed those markers on their journey with Jesus. That's what makes this story kind of remarkable for us right now. Um, We're looking for the markers to follow. And I think that there are markers to follow uh, for us if we take the time to stop and to be prayerful about it and to be deliberate about what we do. It's also about our connections, I think, is what this journey is showing us. You know, a journey is all about learning specific things. Uh, It's not the stuff we plan on learning along the way, um, but we learn them nonetheless, usually. And um, it's important to learn now about what the value of some of those times of connection were for us before all this happened. I think that that's probably the biggest marker that I've noticed in talking with people, that um, we're so used to being with people, but not necessarily deeply connected. I know that that sounds funny, but in our society, in a lot of ways, we live in, a, uh, in isolation. Um, we self-isolate even in normal times. Um, we're guarded about how much we Uh, let ourselves be known, and how deeply we choose to know others. And now that the options of the momentary and fleeting connections with one another um, have changed, we're beginning to understand what those um, connections meant before. And maybe it's with people we truly care about, too. We don't realize how much we need those connections with one another. So there's lots of ways that we can, can look at this. And that togetherness got me a uh, part of it, that, that interconnectedness got me thinking about something else that shows up um, when you walk the Bruce Trail, especially in Southern Ontario here, and in, in a lot of different woods, is uh, you come upon a particular flower because they're just starting to come out now as um, the time of year. Um, and that is uh, the Trillium. It is the provincial flower of Ontario And the interesting thing about uh, the Trillium is that it takes it a very long time, years and years, to get to the point of growing and blooming. And it's also interconnected. If you see one Trillium, you'll generally start to see others. When you come across a patch of them, you know, they might be spread over a whole area. But all of those flowers are interconnected. They're not just one blossom. The way the root systems work, if you decide to pick a trillium or dig up a trillium, you're actually damaging and can destroy the entire patch. Because it relies on that root system of all those flowers being interconnected to be able to pass the food that they make from their leaves to make it get through all the other plants. They rely on that interconnectedness. And we are all interconnected. I think we're realizing that more now than ever. And I think that the people that were Jesus's immediate followers, they also had that sudden realization. You know, these particular two on the road to Emmaus didn't realize the connections that they had to their story of their deep history uh, as followers of God. They missed the markers along the way they missed the signposts, the directions, they missed the blazes on the trail, on the trees that guided them down the right path. I'm hoping that as with these men who were walking from Jerusalem to Emmaus, um, that we can keep our eyes open and see the markers, that we can be prayerful and deliberate in our spiritual journey in this time of not journeying physically. That we can understand what God is going to show us through this time, because God is always trying to show us something that will be of benefit to us and to others. So I hope that in your time of journey, in this time um, where um, we're learning things we never expected to learn in this particular way that it can be a spiritual journey for you that is one with eyes open looking for the markers uh, those blessings and those bits of understanding and learning that God is going to blaze along the trail for us just like those markers along the Bruce trail sisters and brothers um, even in the midst of struggle uh, let's rejoice because the markers of our faith point to a risen Christ that brings newness of life no matter what we face. And we're facing some pretty uncertain and different stuff now. Even here, God is with us on that journey. Walk with God. Keep your eyes open and look for the markers along the trail, and you'll get where God wants you to be.
2: I serve the risen Savior He's in the world today I know that He is living Whatever man may say I see His hand of mercy I hear His voice of cheer And just the time I need Him He's always near He walks with me and talks with me A long life's way. I see his loving care And though my heart grows weary I never will despair I know that he is leading Through all the stormy blast The day of his appearing Will come at last he lives, he lives, Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me along life's narrow Lift up your voice and see eternal hallelujah. To Jesus Christ our King, the hope of all who seek Him, the help of all who find. None other is so loving, so good as. And talks with me A long life's narrow way He lives, He lives Salvation to